Rob. Then Kale Show. Rob Sanders. His own mother slapped the stork that delivered him. And Kale Hall. He doesn't deserve to be in this business. He deserves to have been blackballed. Rob. Then Kale Podcast. <laughs> and welcome into the Rob and Kale Podcast. I'm Rob Sanders. Thanks for joining us this evening. Appreciate you guys as always. Jam packed show tonight. As always, we're getting closer and closer to college football season. I want to welcome in my good friend, even though he supports a team that is a shithole, he is Mr. Carolina Jackpot, Kale Hall. Kale, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. How you doing tonight? Good, my friend. We're going to talk about some stuff with the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge, which is coming together. You're supposed it's to ask me together, how sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Jackpot, I always think that you're doing great and you're better with a, with a puppy dog with two Peters. So I don't normally ask you that. Normally, you're just a happy dude. Mm-hmm. How are you, Jackpot? Better than I deserve. Fair enough. <laughs> you doing all right tonight in your Mazad cast hat up there? I, I'm doing fabulous. Uh, <laughs> I see the um, thumbnail for the uh, show tonight is uh, a spoof on the New York Mets logo. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think you should have found a, a spoof on the Yankees logo. In lieu of what's going on right now. So it's funny because I um I was looking at the same because the Met the Mets are always a joke. Well the Mets are always a joke, but the Mets fans they were they spent three hundred million dollars this year to finish dead fucking last. Yeah, it makes me happy. But what like Phil the Phillies a few years ago. Yeah. Um, Spend all that money on Bryce Harper, and they stink. Yeah, they've been they've been the the they've been terrible. But yeah, it's funny though. And then you have you have the Marlins, who probably what they probably have the lowest payroll in the National League. I would think one of. I, it's not, no, I think it's the Kansas City Royals are, are the lowest because yeah, the, you know the the Marlins are pretty, are pretty, pretty low. Yeah, um, and and they're in second place. I mean, by a country mile, but they are. So we're going to thank our sponsors in a moment, but let's go ahead and jump into some of these comments. By the way, the link to get on the show is uh, is in the description there. Tennessee man right off the top. First, he says Tennessee should be ranked number one. Second, he says, why is everyone low on Tennessee? Sir, the coach's well, poll hasn't uh, rated. Well, apparently, you're ten. not fucking low on because you said they should be ranked number one. Yeah, no, so not everybody. If you're if you're gonna comment on something, I know people like to be funny and we like to goof, but don't don't just sit over there and just spew out nonsense. You just you just clog up the chat. It's kind of like putting too much toilet paper in the shitter. You know, it's unnecessary. Well, it is unnecessary, but what is what is necessary is what Pigskin Pete did today. He promoted the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge on his midday show today. I caught a little bit of that and. Uh, they were talking about all kind of Thank stuff. Pete's midday Pete's, show. Pete's, Pete's earning that coupon. That he, he is, but he uh, he's he's basically he basically stole a hundred dollars from you. I mean, How that's that, that? it's just a hundred dollars in waiting because you gave him a hundred dollars. You think that that uh, Duke is losing to uh, is going to beat Clemson? That's you're just giving a hundred dollars away. You know what? When when it happens, if it happens, then y'all are going to look like idiots. And well, here I'm, Jack. I, you're you're my friend, so here's what we're gonna do. The next time that I think that you're gonna make a stupid bet like that, what I'm gonna do is is I'm gonna mute the show. I'm gonna drive to Simpsonville, and I'm gonna tell you, give me twenty five dollars. Then I'm gonna kick you in the nuts, 
and then I'm going to drive home. Then you'll know, oh my God, I only lost $25 and I don't have to give Pigskin Pete $100, which he may literally set on fire on his show. I'm a friend for you, Jackpot. That's silly. Uh, Billy Cole says he's been promoting it also. I appreciate that. We've, uh, you know, I need to make a video here soon. Rob's going to talk about participants in here. We're right out of about $1,000 in this pot already, and we've still got 12 days to go until the season. No, right. 12. Everybody, everybody that sent in that played last year, I sent you an email today. So yeah. make sure that you get into the payout last year was, I think, $3,000. Uh, Jackpot, I'm going to go ahead and read some of these this, these folks that are here. I'm already getting emails about it. Uh, DJ says, let's see here, DJ Ukulele, not a joke, says, got to my wife to send the money in for me. Kale should have got it today. Thanks for the reminder. Gary Thrills Mills, the best damn DJ in the world, says I'll join on Friday. So will FSU and Clemson jump ship to another conference? Thank you for that. We may get into that momentarily. Let me read some of these contestants here really quick here. These are, well, I've got I've got two lists here from Jackpot. We'll start with Tommy Tumami, Daniel Gregory, Twisted Rooster, Ken Bellinger, The Biscuit, Volun- <laughs> Jesus. Volunteers, Larry Losers, Little Jerry Seinfeld, Dane Roberts, Frank Tradecki, Mr. USC Troy, Tiger in the Borough, South Carolina Malarkey, Leonard Sarasota, J-Rock, Elijah Allen, Bible Belt Beauties, Bulldog J.C., Carolina Jackpot, myself, Big Barney Ross, who has a new bourbon review up today on the Robin Kale Show page. Um, Big Barney Ross's bourbon reviews, by the way, just eclipsed 20,000 views Wow! on uh, his bourbon reviews, <clears throat> which makes me think I should get the paperwork in to monetize the page because people are reading Big Barney Ross's thoughts on bourbon, and you should too. Uh, anyway, uh, Billy Cole, Pigskin Pete, Hoghead, Bob Rutherford, Berto, Snake Doctor, Dr. Bart, Drew Grove, Beth Webb, Chip Smith, Jackpot Jr., Kota VFL, I don't know what that means, uh, Chef DeKiss, DeQuavius, Harry Legs, Sir Uga, Big Game Bowers, Will Eubanks, Troy Moses, Baylorman, M-I-Z, and The Sly One. Also, of course, you have to add our sponsors, Dennis Wilson and... Uh, Bill and uh, Billy Muse and Mike Muse from Callaways, and my 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 wife is going to pick too. So there you now, go. Dakota VFL is his name is Dakota. <clears throat> he's evolved for life, so he goes by Dakota VFL. Oh, good for him. So there you go. There's the people on the list. Twisted Rooster, thank you for promoting it on on uh, your show today too. By the way, Twisted Rooster, I thought was going to knock somebody out. Some some jerk <laughs> off wearing a cowboy hat got in got into Twisted Rooster's crawl the other day. And well, I don't know if he said something about his I, wife I, or whatever. He said his money in about a week. Yeah, I, yeah, sir. He read it. Yeah, I read it. He read your name. He's just reading them fast as hell. And, and just I, I forgot for the Tennessee fans. I, like I, for the Tennessee fans, I've got to read them slow. Jay says he's not on the list. Jay, you're on the list. Yeah, I read your name, Jay. You Georgia fans are slow too, I guess. Jay Shipes on the list right after Big Barney Ross, sir. <clears throat> anyway, yes, Billy, the picks will be posted just like they were last year. Uh, jackpot. Can I go ahead and show him the Google form for this week? I might as well, right? Sure. For the first week. I'm going to post it on the page, but just so you guys can see it, so you'll see how it's going to look. 
Let's see here. Here you go. Here's the first form. Let me show you guys this. For those of you who have played, you know exactly what it is. But there you go. So when you look at it, you've got your games that are set up right there. You'll just pick the one that you like. The first, you'll put your name and uh, what, make sure you use the same name every time. Let's make sure we put that out there. If not, I'll award your points <laughs> yeah, to somebody use your, else. Uh, use your, your name that you want to be called. <laughs> right. Volunteers needs to put volunteers. Don't put right. the name that, that you sent in your PayPal under. Right. Just you need to put your email up there. Nobody gets your email address. We're not going to send it to anybody else, but you just need your uh, your email address because well, that'll your people that send spam. I'm selling it to China. That's what I'm doing. But uh, anyway, full name right here, whatever it is you have for your name there. And then you pick your games that you want. So if you like Navy plus 21 and a half, you just pick it just like that. Boom, 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 right on down the line. Pick all the games that you want. Hit submit. I'm going to do a full video on this, and I know it sounds silly, but there are people who don't um, <clears throat> who don't that quite understand that helpful. stuff, and, and I'll do a video on it, and that's why it's not that we're trying to talk down to you. It's just some Probably folks just, haven't filled out yeah, a Google form. That would form, be very so. helpful. <clears throat> so I'm going to do that. That's the most relevant thing you've done over here. <clears throat> really? That's the most relevant thing that I've fucking done? Okay. Well, no, it, it is. No, honestly, I'm just kidding with you, but... <laughs> It, yeah, it is very relevant and it's uh, important because there are people that don't know how to use that, and we get a lot of questions. And I don't always like. If somebody, I've had people send me questions on Facebook Messenger before, and sometimes like I wasn't friends with them on Facebook, so it goes into that little like dark spot where you don't get notified that you have a message from someone who's right. not a friend of yours, and it just like sat there. I right. found one of those that? messages like here a while back they've been there in there for like two years mm -hmm. yeah i didn't even know that somebody had even sent it to me i'm like oh, okay well that's the thing it's very simple but i'm going to break it down for you there's <clears throat> i noticed this jackpot uh, let me bring that up again because this is interesting so all of the games the first week jackpot have a hook I mean, every one of them has the half points. There are there won't be any pushes this week. Either you'll get it right or you'll get it wrong. Um, because every one of them has a point, a hook there. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Um, by the way, all of these games, if they were played in a week other than week zero, would be in the running for the Kale Hall shitter. Because these are some shitty games, Jackpot. Absolutely shitty game. Well, I mean, I think if, if Navy were a little bit better, that would be a, a good game. Let's see here. Roll Tide says, can I send a money order? I'm kind of old-fashioned. Roll Tide, look, email email me. Do you have email, Roll Tide? Can, can we do that? Let, let's email me at um, rosanders1979 at gmail.com. And we'll, we want you in the contest. I know Alabama just got the postal service like three weeks ago, so you're wanting to try that out. But we'll we'll see how that works. Not making fun of those people. Um, look, what? Uh, uh, Kentucky Blue says, "What's up, guys? Those Wildcats are going to turn some heads in 2023. Watch out! Yeah, it's going to be the the fucking people sitting in Kroger Field are going to be like, oh god dang, Devin Leary's got another fucking interception.'" 
That's the yeah, then he I'm says, concerned. then he says, yah, yah, gamble, gamble, blah, blah, blah. Sir, if you don't like our, our pick'em challenge is our signature event. I, I don't know what, what the hell you want. What, what are you talking about? It's not a gamble. It's a contest. You enter it and see if you can do it. leaving. Okay, well, you don't have to announce your departure. <laughs> yeah, it's not. What, what is it? It's not an airplane. Fuck uh, out of here. And it's not church. Uh, <clears throat> get the fuck out, bye. Uh, Billy says, I emailed Rob personally today, and he replied in a group text. Sorry. I just re I try to reply to all your emails. Which, by the way, the best way to get a hold of us is via email or go and like the Rob and Kale Show Facebook page. Then you can message us directly. It comes directly to my phone. I think it goes to Jackpot's phone, too. One of us will uh, we'll get you, uh, we'll answer your questions. But I'm going to have a full pick em video. It's very simple. We'll have that up for you uh, probably before the weekend. And I'll show you how to how to do your own form. And little things like if you you pick out your games on Monday and then something happens on Friday and you want to change it, just enter another form. It's not a big deal. We'll take the last entry that you do. I'll explain to you the push method where if you want to, uh, if you think that South Carolina is going to beat North Carolina by one point and it's going to be exactly one point, you can push. And we'll, we'll explain all that to you. <clears throat> Mike says, how many are in right now? Can we go ahead and pick them for week zero? I will post, um, I sent the form to Jackpot. I want him to take a peek at it, but I will have it up on the website, robinkaleshow.com by the end of the week so you can start picking. <clears throat> so there you go. Very simple. All right. Jackpot, let's thank our sponsors first, Callaway's Bar and Grill, for making this a uh, uh, making this show go. Shout out to Billy and Mike Muse. Mike, of course, played offensive line for the Gamecocks in the 90s, protecting Steve Tannehill's skinny ass. And Billy Muse played football for William and Mary because he wanted an actual education. But thanks to those two, we appreciate them both. And, of course, Callaway'sBarAndGrill.com. That's where we're doing our live show, the Benefit Pace Academy, which is the only public school in South Carolina that uh, helps young folks with uh, dyslexia. And that's where we're going to raise some money. Big Barney Ross by Special Courier sent me Blanton's Weller and Eagle Rare. You can bid on that. I'm getting a ball signed by uh, former Clemson Tiger, LaVon Kirkland, who's probably going in the College Football Hall of Fame this year. Do, 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 do. And some other things we're working on, too, as uh, we get set for our live show the day after Thanksgiving. But thanks to Callaway's for that. Also, DNC Trucking and Transport. We have uh, Dennis Wilson, of course. What's wrong? My wife's over there talking. <clears throat> anyway, but thanks to Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Fireside Chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. All right. Let's see what we got here. Uh, sucks to be a game cop. We are not ranked in the top 25 because shitholes don't deserve rankings. It sucks to be a game cop. Go Tigers. That message courtesy of Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Thank you, Dennis. <clears throat> Dennis has a fake hip now. Because he's an old bastard, but we still appreciate Dennis. Kentucky Blue right. says, talk sports, y'all, is what I'm saying. 
Well, I mean, we're not talking about we're not talking like a pie eating contest or fucking basket weaving. Or what the what? Who, who said that? <laughs> Kentucky Blue. Jesus Christ. He's not going to give a shit about football after September 15th anyway. He's just going to be sitting around jerking off trying to get John Calipari to send him a damn autograph. Kentucky has five football fans. No, That's why you get triple no, Kroger points at Kroger no Field. Again for like the <clears throat> Jesus. There are four Kentucky fans. It's Big Barney Ross, some drunk guy at Kroger, Joshua Bryant's a, a, a Kentucky fan, and after that, I don't. There may just be three. Big There's Barney Ross is the only that, true one. That damn Kentucky Durbin who uh, comments. He was in the contest last year. I'm sure he'll get in again. He comments on all my videos and he puts like 500 exclamation points and colons and like I actually gave him credit yesterday in a video that and then he he proceeds to get on there and tell me how <laughs> shitty my team is and tell me tells me how Kentucky is is nine and 10 deep on the defensive line. Then going to be a long season for the Poyos, which impressed me that he knew that Poyo was Spanish for chicken. Um, so I responded to him. I mean, there's a difference between, you know, being eight and nine deep on the defensive line and those, those past the starters actually being good. Um, um. Well, first of all, I want to thank Rich Long because Rich joined the contest. He's in the contest every year. We appreciate him. Joshua's got it right, and we're all here tonight, Rob. We have the entire Kentucky <clears throat> fan base watching the show tonight. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> Big Barney Ross says, John Calipari emailed me for my autograph. Very good, sir. Uh, BVD says, what's up, fellas? Five fans. When did they gain four? <laughs> that's funny <clears throat> uh roll tide says big barney ross we need to go ahead and get a go ahead and get you put on a liver transplant asap brother with all the bourbon reviews you're doing uh yeah <laughs> big barney ross is he he's like uh i think he's like john wayne he's probably got like four livers that are already frozen and just ready to put right on in when that 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 first liver fails He's going to go into the barn, kick a mule. The mule will kick him, open him up. He'll plug the other liver in and get right back to drinking. That's probably what's going to happen with Big Barney Ross. I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway. All right, Jackpot, do you want to talk a little bit about the, tw the top 25? And I, yeah. I watched your video on it today. And normally, uh, Jackpot is, is right there to uh, – to bow at the uh, the feet of the uh, the the Gamecock logo there, but he said a lot of things today that made some sense when I watched. Like you have to earn to be in the top twenty-five, and he's right. There are some Tennessee folks I know that were upset because they were ranked behind Clemson because they beat Clemson last year. But under that, we should have. I think I think Jackpot said this in his video. Under that knowledge, then maybe Florida should be ranked ahead of Utah. I mean, it's it's things like that. It's not about what you did last well, year. Uh, uh, Blue think. was talking last night during the uh, live stream. Or no, he was talking to yesterday addressing the Tennessee fans. and said, should South Carolina be ranked ahead of you? said, no one on God's green earth is doing that. So, what you know, I mean, this is – it's a ranking for the 2023 season. It's not – 
a ranking based on the end of 2022, in other words. <clears throat> I think you're right about that. I mean, there wasn't anything there that – now, once again, I, I'm in the camp of um, the preseason poll are like the bowl games right now. They don't matter. <laughs> well, they don't, don't matter. matter right now. So. Yeah, they definitely don't matter right now. It's not how you start; it's how you finish in the rankings. So you'll have a perfect a perfect example of this is uh, Texas A and M. Why in the blue hell is Texas A and M ranked in the top twenty five? I don't know, but they got a lot there. of talent. They got a lot of talent. That's all. I, that's all I ever hear. They got a ton of talent. They got they got talent. They got depth. Jackpot. Depth. Yeah. Got a ton of talent. They got a ton of talent over there. Nobody ever will uh, let you know who the talent is that they've got, but it, there's a ton of it, apparently. Yeah, ton of talent there. So there's that. Um, jackpot. If, if I wanted to bring people into the show, let me see here. I'm gonna. I put the link in the con in the um, in there, but I'll post it in the chat here. When you really stop and think about it. They don't really mean much, <laughs> but was there, did you have any real problems where anybody was theoretically ranked? I mean, not, nothing really blew out me like, no, hey, this, I, this thought, I, mean, I kind of thought Notre Dame was ranked a little bit high. I don't know. Maybe they're you know, expecting them to kind of go off with a actual legit quarterback. I don't know, but I don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, wasn't really particularly thrilled to see Texas A&M ranked. Um, and I thought it was weird, like, that I spoke about it. The coaches poll, the coaches poll, South Carolina, in effect, was ranked 27. <clears throat> well, right behind them was Florida. However, in the AP poll, Florida was, like, at the very, very bottom. They got, like, four votes to be in the thing. And South Carolina, again, was 27th there. So I don't understand that that kind of a big discrepancy there. The coaches know something about Florida that the uh, the beat writers and the other folks don't know. What a shithole. <laughs> Leonard says, Petrino hype is real for the Aggies. will be entertaining in College Station for sure. Harley sales are through the roof. <laughs> there's, there's, a, there's a reference. Way to go with that, buddy. I like that. I wonder if they if they told Petrina to stay away from the volleyball players. <clears throat> I wonder if that happened. Um yeah, probably. Yeah. Um the the StreamYard link is right there if you want to join the program this evening. I didn't really have any uh any issues with, with where anybody was ranked because when I really step back and think about it, you know, these polls don't really mean anything. I do think it's interesting though that there's and jackpot. I don't know if you've been feeling this or not with the, the online stuff. Man, there is a shit ton of people that are starting to build this hype up for North Carolina, like they're going to be the greatest thing ever. And I'm just not buying that at all. Where are you hearing that from? Well, people are talking about you know with May and how the, the this is going to be his Heisman campaign kickoff right here when they play that South Carolina secondary that's basically being rebuilt from last season. And, and uh, you know, to be fair, I mean, we do have a young man on that secondary that took a pick six back against Notre Dame in the bowl game. We also have one who intercepted the ball against Clemson. So, I mean, and Clayton White is the secondary guy. 
They got an right. excellent secondary coach in Tory and Gray. Uh, I think the secondary will be just fine. Not sure to Drake May. Yeah, I don't. Uh, we'll have to see how that works out. I think you that what, what uh, bothers me more about him um, is the fact that he actually he's he's a tall kind of rangy kid who can throw the ball. Obviously, we know that, but he's he's kind of more he, like along the line of uh, of Trevor Lawrence uh, in that he can he can damage you with his legs as well. He rushed for like 700 positive yards. He rushed for 900 something yards last year, but then there's a lot of sack yardage in there. So he rushed for like 700 and something yards, and and that I don't know that, that exactly bodes well for the Gamecocks. Now, I'm also interested to see on that defensive line what's improved um, since Trayvon Robertson took over as the defensive line coach. Um, I think that's a huge. Uh, that's a huge. Going to provide a huge uptick on that defense. I think that's addition by subtraction. Getting rid of that Jimmy Lindsey guy it was absolutely terrible. Why the hell Brian Kelly wanted them at LSU? I don't fucking know. Um, they're they're going to say, well, they're going to have talent to work with LSU. We had a five star and a high four star on the line at South Carolina. I mean, and then he still couldn't make it go. So I, you know, when, when I really stop and think about it, I don't, I don't know for certain what the Gamecocks are going to have as far as their defense goes. But when I, when I see South Carolina, what they do have, I think they're going to be a more physical team than North Carolina. And I, I think that South Carolina is probably going to pull away late and win that game. I would be stunned if North Carolina pulled that game out, I really, really would. And it would be something that I think would shake the foundation a little bit down there with South Carolina. You drop that game. You may have some guys that are being like, what in the blue hell happened here? I think it could turn your entire season around in my opinion, but I don't know. Well, I mean, you can always say they are ranked. So yeah, I mean, there you go. Hey, uh, you know, yesterday was the drop dead date supposedly for Florida State to get out of the ACC. And I went back happen. and it didn't happen. What a bunch of goofballs they are. Jackpot, I pulled the conference record since 2015 for Florida State and everyone else in the ACC because I told you in the past 8 seasons Florida State's 32 and 32 in conference play. The teams ranked above them in ACC play. First of all, Louisville's tied with them. NC State has 35 wins. Same thing for North Carolina. Virginia Tech is 34 and 30. Miami is 40 and 24. Pittsburgh is 41 and 23. And Clemson is 60 and 4 in that 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 same set there. But it's just They're funny to me. What? 60 and 4. They have four ACC losses since 2015. Good lord, that tells you. Oh, just that. Never mind. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, look, Pittsburgh's 41 and 23. And, you know, there's some other teams that are interesting here, too. Wake Forest is 28 and 36. I thought they would be better than that. But Virginia's 29 and 35. Tech is 25 and 39. The team that Jackpot is or Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech. Virginia Tech is number four in wins since then. But here's the other interesting thing. The team that you swear is going to beat Clemson on the first week of the season 
is dead fucking last. They have 20 conference wins since 2015, but jackpots jumped on that train. Either he's going to look really, really good or really, really bad one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> Jackpot doesn't want to hear that. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Somebody wants big Barney Ross on video. I don't know about that. Big Barney Ross wants to do that. Put the links out there for folks that want to get on. Here's the first guy. Let's add biscuit to the program. Biscuit. What's up, buddy? What's going on, fellas? How are you? Good. What's up, man? Uh, I'll get back to college football one second. Did you guys know you touched on the Mets a moment ago, and I may have brought this up before. Did you guys realize that Bobby Benilla is still being paid by the New York Mets every year? Yeah, we, we make fun of that every year. Of course it is. Yeah, he, gets paid, he gets paid until after Florida State gets out of the ACC, 2035. <laughs> when, was the, when was the last year he actually uh, was on the diamond? Uh, 1997. Uh, he, I think, well, no, he got signed by the Mets after he was out of his prime. He was, it was probably like 2002. Let me see. Pretty close to 1997. Good Lord. I mean, he's been getting paid $1.2 million every year, and he gets paid that through 2035. Is that like one of the worst deals of all time? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The, the Braves were paying, God, was, was Mike Hampton? They were paying him a shit ton of money. Oh, I remember that signing. Sit yeah, around he and, never really pitched, did he? Didn't he? Yeah, he, he got paid millions and millions of dollars to have a uh, a first base seat and watch Braves games for like three seasons. So, it was yeah, really ironically, he was also on that. Who did he play for? The Astros? The Rockies. Yeah, but wasn't he on Mets? Didn't they get him from the Mets? I don't know. I thought it was. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put he, out something. He was, he, he was, he'd been around several, but he was. Uh, well, he, so he, Bobby Benilla was last with the New York Mets in 1999. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought we were talking about Hampton. I'm sorry. No, no. That, well, Hampton was around that time, too, wasn't he? Didn't they get him late in the 90s or something like that? Anyway. Something like I don't, that. I don't want to bore you guys with, with, with that. I'm sure a lot of people don't care about baseball. But I wanted to talk about – I listened to some of uh, Jack Potts' video today, and I agree with him some, and I disagree with him on some. Um, I think the story about, like, A&M and Oklahoma being rate, – shouldn't be rated. I don't agree with that because I, I think that a lot of it has to do with how talented your roster is and the odds of you of, – of what your record will be. So just to touch on that, like, I think this year, I think people are forgetting about in certain conferences who has been good and they're they're writing in champions from last year uh, that maybe are a little bit overrated. Like for example, the Pac-12. I'm not. I, I'm I'm buying Oregon. I'm not buying USC. I, I think people are forgetting about Oregon. They're sitting quietly back there. They have a very talented roster. Um, Landing's in his second year now, right? So he has the opportunity to do something. They have a better defense than what USC has. Everything is based on. I, I get worried about teams that are based on just quarterback hype. So USC, Caleb, uh, like you were talking about North Carolina, Drake May. I think a lot of teams get overrated when and teams teams get enamored or people get enamored with the with the with the quarterback hype and the Heisman hype thing and they tend to push them up a little too high. You guys think about that. What do you think, Jackpot? I mean that's that that could definitely be valid. I mean um you know, everybody seems to be all over, uh, all over Texas as well. That's it. That's you just touched on what I was going to talk about next. I'm taking Oklahoma 
Oklahoma has like the, what are they, a top eight or nine roster in the country in terms of talent. They lost, I think they lost four games last year by a total of 12 points. They're going to get all four of those back. Now, the 49 nothing to Texas was awful. That's, that's you know, that should never happen. But but uh, certainly the, the middling teams that they lost to last year, they're easily back to a 9-3, to 10-2 a level team. So I think they're a very, very underrated. Um, I don't know what they're what, – does anybody know what their over on their wins is? Because I would absolutely go the over. Who, Oklahoma? Uh, yeah. I think it's eight, nine and a half, and I was shocked. Right. Oh, was it really nine and a half? So they're thinking the same thing I am. Yeah, well, I think it's me, between nine and me, ten. Brent Venables hasn't proved that he's head coach yet. No, I agree. That's the one thing. But here's the deal. They haven't had a bad – if I'm not mistaken, Oklahoma hasn't had a season as bad as they had last year since 1998. And that's the same oh, formula. That's the same formula I used for LSU last year and taking them the over because everybody was down on them and and they had won what six games the year before or five games the year before and um, but they hadn't that was if you if you said it, their their over under was like at, I think a seven and if you had taken that you'd be saying they're going to have their second worst team in twenty five years which isn't likely for a team that's that talented so I uh, like Oklahoma. Um, FSU, I don't understand the hyper. I think Clemson's still going to – it rules the roost there. I, I think Clemson's still going to beat them, and I think FSU finishes 9-3. and three. And then in the SEC, I agree with Jackpot. I think Kentucky is kind of hiding behind the scenes there. No one's talking about them. I actually think Will Levis leaving is, is addition by subtraction. I didn't like him. I thought he was a statue. Um, I thought he was overrated. They're always good at the line of scrimmage. You're giving me probably the second best coaching staff, at least consistently, in the SEC East with Kentucky. Probably, I know Tennessee fans will argue that, but um, he's been there a while and he's done he's done some pretty good things with them. So I, I'd like Kentucky. I think Ole Miss is overrated. I, I don't I don't know I can't name a big game that Lane Kiffin has won. I, I don't know why there's so much hype according around him to, other than his mouth, Uncle Lou, his biggest win was in. 20 in the COVID year uh, against Indiana in the Outback Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't get the hype, and that's, and, and if you look at that division top to bottom, that's a, that's going to be tough this year. It's going to be tough to find wins. If you, if you go four and four or five and three, you're doing something, and someone's got to lose. That's why I think, I think Arkansas finishes seventh in that, and they win two SEC games this year. What about Mississippi State? You don't really know what you've got there, and then Auburn's the other team that. You know, I think the over and under for them is like seven and a half. But man, they brought in a ton of talent on the defense on the in the in the transfer portal, and I think people would be would be shocked if they won eight or nine games. You know? Yeah, I think eight is possible. Like I, I think they're the middling team in that. Con- like I think they're going to finish in front of Ole Miss, Miss State, and Arkansas. I think it's going to be one of those years for them where they're seven and five or eight and four, but they're a good seven and five or eight and four. It's like a step forward for for probably the following year. Um, yeah, it's not going to be just roll the balls out there and because right. they're in transition, you're going to you're going to beat them since you're going to actually go out there and play. Yeah, I mean, I think I think if you tell like if you told an Auburn fan today that they're going to go seven and five, they would not be too happy. But I think when you look at their schedule, and I think they'll be far more competitive. I don't think people are dropping like. 45 tens on them this year a bunch i, I think it's going to be a much more uh, competitive team actually i'm for as far as georgia is concerned that, that's like the fifth game of the year for georgia they're going to be going into a hornet's nest i think in that game because I, I i really believe auburn will probably be what, four and up going into that game yep 
not sold on them beating Cal, but yeah. Um, so I mean, I think I think they're going to go into, and that's always a tough place to play. Um, so, well, biscuit, appreciate it, man. Thanks yeah. for joining the show, buddy. Yeah. All right, there you go. Let's get uh, let's add BVD to the mix. BVD, what's BVD. up, brother? What's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Good, man. Looking forward to seeing Jackpot on the show next Thursday. A little uh, 1v1 with him and Sports Talk Jay. But Look, just, that's, uh, the, that's the collab you didn't know you needed. That's right. That's right. I didn't know you guys were in love with each other so much. It's Of course they are. It's the peanut butter and banana sandwich, sir. That's exactly what know, it is. Which one is Jackpot? <laughs> is he the peanut butter, the banana, or the bread? Oh well, I don't, I don't know. I don't that, whatever relationship they have, but that's it, well, they're so good. It's enough that it killed Elvis. So there you go. <laughs> I I'm watching the ESPN uh, the reveal. I don't know if this is a rerun or not, but they're revealing their poll, and uh, Tennessee come in at 11. I, I'm not upset at all. Clemson's in their top 10. Um, I'm not upset with them putting Clemson ahead of Tennessee for two reasons. One. Clemson has the recent history. So, you know, I mean, they've, they're kind of proven, even though they've got Klubnik back there this year, and he, he's unproven. But Tennessee's the, the new kid on the block again. You know, we got to prove ourselves before we can move up the ladder again. And Well, I don't, I don't buy too much into all that stuff, but because every year, I mean, it happens. You'll, there'll be a team in that top 15 that will end up unranked. Guaranteed it. What, uh, what are your odds on that team being Tennessee? Oh, I think Tennessee. Go ahead, Jackpot. They always, they always do that. They slob on that Clemson knob and put them up there, you know, in the top. You know, it was somewhere in the top ten, and then they here lately they always fall apart and they end up looking dumb. And uh, I, I don't know. I think they just. I think they. They do it on purpose just for a talking points later in the season when they inevitably fall apart. Well, that um, could be. Yeah, Jack, Jackpot's big thing there, but uh, is, is he's got to kick. I don't know what the hell Jackpot's doing here. I'm having. Yeah, it's like he's having cooler issues. When you don't know, you know, your, 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 your light switch is connected to the ceiling fan. And you have to have the right combination of pull, pull, hit the toggle switch, pull, hit the toggle switch to make the fan stop, make the light stay on. I want the fan off. I, I mean, turn. can you not reach the fan? Here's your chance, Rob. I mean, <laughs> fuck off, dickhead. You saw me sitting there yanking the damn chain. I was on the damn ladder to do it. We, we, we can get you a box jackpot. It's all right. We love you. I don't need a damn box. I need the fucking directions to turn this damn fan off. Just turn the switch off, jackpot. Well, if I turn the switch off, the lights in the room go off. I don't want to see her in the dark. Well, damn, get another light, I guess. If working a ceiling fan is that hard for you. I mean. It is, apparently. I get it. You know, I'm a I'm a tech tard, so working computers is tough for me. So I get it. You know. So what I got to understand here is that my buddy Jackpot's uh, one of the smartest dudes I know, but he can't figure out a fucking light switch. That's wrong. I, I've got the light switch part figured out. I know how to turn it off. It just kills the lights and it kills the fan. Turn it off. Damn. Well, 
I, I don't know. I didn't know this was educate jackpot on ceiling fan hour, but you know, <laughs> whatever it takes. Jackpot's uh, going to get pissed and throw something at the ceiling fan. <laughs> Rock Lee said maybe I should put my girl glasses on so that I can see him. <laughs> His Jackpot's bedazzled glasses. Oh. You need to you put guys, them at the uh, end of your nose. You'll look like Muschamp last, what, three seasons ago. He comes in like glasses in the end of his nose. I'd have to you put guys, a Georgia uh, hat you have on. You good high school ball where you're at? What's that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, there should be plenty of good high school teams in South Carolina. You guys produce a lot of top college uh, talent every well, year. So, so yeah. the upstate has the great teams. The Midlands kind of doesn't. We do have a Gray Academy here, which is like oh. a uh, like a charter school, basically. Right. Uh, it's basically a sports academy. They're probably the best team in the Midlands, I would guess. After Dude, Dutch, we were when we were on the way back from the Slob Olympics, actually, uh, the wife and I stopped in Sphinx in Orangeburg and ate some chicken tenders, and the Gray Collegiate baseball team was. <clears throat> either going somewhere or they were coming back from somewhere and they came in the Sphinx and I swear all those kids look like they were 25. Well, they probably uh, Kevin, were. Kevin Starkey, friend of the show, his son pitched for Gray Collegiate last year and he's, he's on a college. I can't remember what college he committed to, but they, they turn out college prospects left and right over there at Great Collegiate. What about he's Somerville? Pitching. I know Somerville used to have a coach that was like one of the winningest yeah, coach, died, yeah, I think Coach McKissick passed away. Somerville, like, there's been a shift in football over time. It used to be Somerville was a power. Then you had, like, Fort Dorchester. And then um, a lot of – there's a lot of power in the upstate with, what, Dorman and Spartanburg and all those teams. They're always pretty good. Uh, Dutch Fork here in the Midlands, I, I need to give them more credit because I think they've won, like, three state titles at the 5A level. But What about Irmo? They used to be good. Irmo yeah. used to be good, but then they uh, – Well, but, what's also – they've built a lot of new high schools. Right. Around yeah. the Midlands, and there's a lot – like a lot of new high schools out toward <laughs> the coast, toward Myrtle Beach and that. Like some name, like some shit I've seen pop up somewhere. I'm like, like Carolina Forest. I'm like, what the, the, so, what the fuck is that? I'll, you I'll, know? Give you, I'll give you an example of that. I, I went to Lexington High School, and when I was there – the entire region there. They built two high schools uh, in the Lexington area since then, uh, River Bluff and White Knoll. White, White Knoll, yeah. And all those football players that would have been going to Lexington ended up going to River Bluff or White Knoll. And so that kind of – Gotcha. Well, the, 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 the high school that Clowney bit. went to was a, was a new school. Well, I'll hop up here and let somebody else come in. Guys, are you guys just last question? And this is not college football related because clearly we're going to have all the college football content we can stomach here coming up. Um, you guys watching the Little League World Series at all? I have not. Is that uh, anything no. you guys are remotely? No, I mean, sometimes I do, but I, I just haven't, I haven't really been that engrossed in it this year. Um, I just have it. So, oh, there goes the dog. Lou will be pissed off if he's watching. No, that's uh, that's my daughter's dog, Venus, which oh, is okay. the new uh, the new dog that we've got, and uh, she's out there barking at the damn door. Well, I'm on the lookout for a a little buddy myself. So if you guys find a a small dog that doesn't shed, give me a holler. 
Well, I got my new dog Pluto. I but do, but she definitely sheds. A lot. I can't. No, Pluto. sheds, not sheds. sheds. They all oh. shed jackpot. God damn it, jackpot! Oh, dude. <laughs> damn. That 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 fan done fucked jackpot up. He doesn't yeah. know the difference between shedding and shitting. <laughs> He's all fucked up tonight. Hey, listen, you guys have a good one, jackpot. I'll see you next Thursday. Everybody you enjoy your uh, weekend coming up. Um, all right. Appreciate it, BVD. Thank you, man, buddy. When people start talking high school football, man. The, the chat, they get popping, boy. They like talking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, um, by the way, that you remember that school that uh, that fake high school or whatever that they're doing an HBO documentary on that. That's supposed oh, to be um, like really soon. Bishop, Bishop Gorman or uh, whatever Bishop Fuckery, whatever the hell you want to call it. But it was, what, uh, God, what was it called? Oh, God, God. Um, What's the I, fake high school over there, chat room? Y'all all know tongue. it. Bishop Central is that what it is? I don't know. Bishop uh, Bishop Sycamore. B yeah, Bishop Sycamore, whatever. That's not right. It was something Sycamore. Somebody, Bishop Sycamore. B no, it's not Bishop Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> it may be Bishop Sycamore. But I mean, it, was. It, yeah. it is Bishop Sycamore. I mean, I like Bishop Fuckery better, but whatever. No, I was just seeing today, you know, we're talking about high school football. My, um, uh, he well, he was our assistant football coach at uh, Wade Hatton High School, Coach Neal, and he coached. He was our JV football coach on the JV team. He he was the JV head football coach and coached the wrestling team too. And he was there for years, um, and he uh, he actually played. He he actually went to South Carolina and played football though, but he had he went to Carolina High School which is in Greenville. Uh, it's kind of kind over on, I guess, like the rougher side of town. Um, but anyway, that's where he played at. And, uh, and he's retired. I mean, he's got to be like in his upper 60s. But anyway, he was putting on Facebook the other day that he uh, they, they gave him a chance and he's, uh, they hired him to be an assistant coach with Carolina High School, which is that's all he's going to do is just be an assistant coach. He ain't going to teach or anything like that. But he was on Facebook putting up, you know, pictures of some of their equipment and stuff, trying to, you know, raise some money to, to help these kids out. I mean, I think they're either 2A or 3A, but man, they have some shitty equipment, and it was just kind of kind of uh, rough to look at. But I thought that was that was pretty cool that Coach Neal was going back in the uh, back in the saddle. Be an assistant coach over there for Carolina High. They used to call him the C Train. Um, but I have good memories of him uh, when I was in uh, ninth grade right. on JV, and um, we 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 were pretty good. Our our team was uh, our record wasn't good, but every we lost like eight games. I think we were, we finished like two and eight, but every damn game we lost. It seemed like we lost by a touchdown. Uh, we, were, we were real close in all those games. <laughs> I remember us, we played a game at Easley High School, and um, they scored a touch. The game was tied. They scored on us. The, as the clock hit zero, they 
what what the heck was no 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 I, this is what happened i remember now they were beating us by a touchdown we scored it was like four seconds left we scored but when our running back crossed the goal line the clock had hit zero okay well there was like four seconds to go when this play started right so this is still a fucking live ball and this is a live play until it's over with so we scored a touchdown the referee said no he scored after the damn clock and that's a fucking and coach neil just went absolutely nuts he was like he's like we're not playing basketball you know yeah i mean the play the play the play got off before the before the clock hit zero it's whatever it is before the clock hit zero and he was mad he argued up and down i mean he was about ready to fight this referee we had to actually go pull this man off the field to come back we're like you know we lost there ain't nothing we can do about it but um before we left uh that school of course they had their their bus parked you know over to the side there i guess and then um so before we boarded our way we boarded our bus and he was like wait a minute y'all said i gotta be right back so he goes, and, and statute of limitations is over on this now. So I, but this man whipped it out and he pissed all over the side of their bus, all up and down the damn thing, all over the tires, just all over the place. Okay. Like the biggest piss I ever saw in my life. That was great. So Twisted Rooster with a good comment here. He goes, if we were going to watch the Urban Meyer thing on Netflix, yeah, I mean, I, I'm in the camp that Urban Meyer is a shitbag. And the stuff that he allowed to go on at Florida, I mean, I hope they document all of it. And I hope that it's, you know, not just a, we're going to hold Florida's hand segment because it was disgusting. The, the people that were on that team and the shit that he just let go, it's pretty shitty. So I hope that they do it right. I really do. So they're doing a documentary about Urban Meyer's time at Ohio State or Florida. No, his time at Florida when uh, they're they're I can't remember the name of it. Uh, hold on, it's like a weird name. Let's see here. I'll look it up really quick. But it's like Netflix. It's, it's something Netflix doc. But it 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 basically goes over all the stuff. What are they calling it? Uh, the Swamp Kings jackpot. That's the name of it. The Swamp Kings. Get the fuck out of here. Drew says, I don't think he played because he had no – actually, on JV, I played on both sides of the ball. And I was yeah, – you, you, were, you were a lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yep. All right, I'm going to put the uh, the thing out here again if you guys want to get involved. In and, and I weighed about 180 pounds then. <laughs> uh, there's the link if you want to get involved with the show. I did watch the uh I did watch the thing on Johnny Manziel and man what a what a shit bird he was. I've been Holy trying shit. to watch some of it, but my I mean I'm trying to get it watched, but my freaking pooch won't shut up long enough for me to get it watched. I've just I gotten right to the beginning up part of it where he's talking about high school and football in texas he said if you don't if you're not on the team you're either just you're you're a pussy or you're not any good that's as far as i've gotten yeah <clears throat> all right there's the uh the link if you want to get involved with the program uh saturday jackpot I, I figured saturday we would pick our conference champions you want to do that uh yeah sunday i mean sunday sunday yes yes or sunday 
Yep. So Sunday we'll pick our conference champions. You can find out. Uh, we're going to tell you who uh, who we like in each conference, and uh, we'll pick the Power Five, the Power Five conferences, and then uh, then we'll go from there. Um, Brandon Coon <laughs> said jackpot when you was in high school. Did y'all ever play Clinton? No, I didn't. We didn't play Clinton. That was after uh, I graduated when they came into the conference. We used to play JL Man a lot, and um, easily Malden, Hillcrest, Travelers Rest, Eastside, Berea. Lawrence, we played Lawrence. God, we played Dorman. Jesus Christ, that was a bloodbath. It's freaking bloodbath. I mean, you should just forfeited those guys. We played Liberty one year. Um, that was fun. Southside. Uh, all right. Well, I'm kind of a weird dude. I, he, just, he was weird. He's just strange. Um. Zach Smith certainly has some stories about him on his uh, podcast there. You know, Zach Smith's a, a character in his own right. He's probably a better podcast host than he was a coach, in my opinion. I, I like his podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we'll do that on Sunday. Looking forward to that jackpot. Jerry uh, Wells said North Greenville used to play East Side. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. If they ever played at a high school, it probably would have been Greer. I think yeah. they may have played at Greer to be up to be honest with you, until they built their own stadium. Yeah. Brandon says when I was in high school, Eastside had this old coach named John Carlisle. Yeah, he um actually he was the first coach. At Eastside, I guess when it opened in like 1971, and he retired in like 1993 or 94, and um, they had a ceremony recognizing him. No, it was later than that. It might have been like 2000 and something. Anyway, they had a ceremony recognizing him as the because he was the winningest high school football coach in Greenville County. And guess what he also was, Rob. What's that? The losingest high school football coach in Greenville County. That's what happens when you coach like thirty-five years. The comrade joining the uh, joining the the chat over there on watching on Facebook. He goes, "What's the pot up to in the contest? Trying to budget for my winnings." Um, you're not winning, so you're not winning anything. I don't know what. The, it's I, up. We're we're at one stack on. right now, comrade. Yeah, you're the only number you need to be concerned with is zero, and we appreciate your donations, sir. So there's that. Comrade watching the show tonight, by the way. Biscuit guaranteed he's not going to finish below 27th. I think Biscuit will finish higher than the Comrade. I'll bet on that. Bet on that right now. See, the Comrade, we pick the South Carolina game every week. He picks the Gamecocks to win, cover, whatever the hell it is, because he bets with his old heart there. And that's why he ends up getting fuckoed every single year. <laughs> Bannerman says I should stop mistreating the comrade. <laughs> Fuck that. Comrade says he doesn't lose to biscuits. He eats them. I mean, whatever you and biscuit want to do together, that's on your own time, brother. We don't judge here on the program. We don't do that. Um. Anyway, Jack Potter, you have anything else you want to go over this evening? 
Um, not that I know of, just any, anybody that feels so inclined, if you have been doing it, I appreciate it. And if you have been doing it, like if you continue doing it, spread the word about the contest. Um, I, well, I did um, uh, upload a video, just now finished uploading, Rob, uh, about the, uh, the guys over on the Cover 3 podcast, kind of pissed me off today. Uh, with their over/under win totals for the SEC, kind of talking a little bit of talking a little bit of smack about the Gamecocks. Uh, that's okay. They uh, they don't have a lot of respect for Florida, and they don't have any respect for Mizzou. And what I don't get, there's one. These are supposed to be people that actually know what they're doing. These are supposed to be talking heads who are actually supposed to be educated. They sat there for five minutes talking about Missouri's over/under win total of six and a half this year. Uh, and talked about how awful their defense was last year. Brother, they finished 29th in the country in total defense last year. That's in the top, you know, fifth. Um, They were number four in the SEC in total defense. Defense wasn't their problem. Their offense was their problem. So, apparently, I want to address this really quick. JMB's, D. Taylor says, JMB's 27-10 on the Talking Vols live show earlier said, that jackpot is a horrible human being. Motherfucker, you don't know my my, my podcast co-host. Who said that? JMB's on the talking the talking balls program. I don't even the know that they, is. Yeah, well that that's the program that banned you for giving them money well, last I year. Know who the talking balls program is. I don't know who Yeah, well. Whatever. Whatever. Fuck those guys. Garrett, give them that for me. There you go. Tell him to go find Jesus. He probably yeah. he probably has some problems. Whoever he is, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, he just sits in there. I know, I know who Boogie is, and then he's always got a cast of characters on there with him. <laughs> yeah, it's what did you call them? The Holly, the, a, a demented Hollywood Squares is basically what it is. Yeah, they, they were all up there yes. on that thing. That's what got them all pissy that time. There was like he had like nine people on the stream yard. And um, I just made a comment, and there it was. Was it? It was either before the South Carolina Tennessee game, or it was like before the Kentucky Tennessee. I don't remember what it was. And I just thought I was going to get them kind of fired up, and I just put in the comment section. I said, "This looks like the Hollywood Squares of delusion." And uh, <laughs> oh God, they got mad about that. Oh, South Carolina fan talking shit. <laughs> yeah. Then they, then they told you to come back. Oh well, here he is. Let's welcome him to the program. You want to welcome him to the program? That's fine. Hey, how are you? Are you? T- did you say Jackpot's a horrible human being? Uh, no, sir, I did not. No. Uh, That's what we were told. So well, I know, well, you need to defend yourself. That's good. No, 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 no. So I was never on the Talking Balls channel. Someone was telling me that. Uh, they still had beef with Jackpot, and he was giving me a timestamp <clears throat> on uh, where they called Jackpot. A oh, so it wasn't movie. you. It was someone uh, else that was on. Uh, then I apologize, sir. Oh, I did I, not mean to motherfuck you on purpose. I, I was motherfucking <laughs> them. So I apologize for my motherfucking from afar, and uh, I, I tip my cap to you, sir. Sorry about that. Oh, absolutely. You know what? You're fine, Rob. You wouldn't have known. So uh, actually, while, while I got you guys here, I got one uh, – one question for you guys kind of brings back to uh, SEC football talk. Um, and this is for Jackpot. Um, how do you think uh, Carolina is going to do 
in this season. I know you've done some videos on it, but what is your feel as a Carolina fan um, really on this season? Are you really optimistic about it? Where do you think you guys are going to finish in the East? And um, how do you think you guys are going to do? Uh, Rob, obviously, Clemson's going to going to do pretty well. Um, but what would you think a disappointing season for Clemson would be for you guys? And I'm going to leave you with that. Y'all have a good night. Go ahead, go ahead, uh, Jackpot. What you got, man? I think if uh, I think if South Carolina beats someone, if if South Carolina wins the games that they're supposed to win, beats the teams they should be beating, which, as you and I both know, is proven to be difficult. I think that they could finish third in the SEC East. I think fourth is probably more likely. Um, <clears throat> their their season record. You want me to go on ahead and tell you what I think it's going to be? No, because you're going to do a video on that and get get people going to watch that later. Your own personal video, but I mean, yeah. I think it's what you said was fair. The beat the teams that they're supposed to beat and finish third in the East. That's that's a pretty good season for South Carolina, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, that's proven to be very difficult for us to do. I Look, mean, I, I think that's that, not just under Shane Beamer. That was all the way back to Muschamp and even to some degree Steve Spurrier. Yeah. Well, and and, and I think I that – 2013 Tennessee. <laughs> well, and I think that South Carolina – they At that time, how much that loss was going to cost us. I think a lot of South Carolina season hinges on that North Carolina game. I think if they win that, um, then – you know, they, I think they should be favored against Mississippi State. And um, I think they, I, I think winning at Mizzou might be hard. I mean, let's just be honest. They've had, they've lost about four straight to Mizzou. And they've lost the four games they've lost. You can make an argument that South Carolina was the better team. So, you know, going up there and, and playing in Como. I don't know how that's going to work out, but if they win that game, they beat Mississippi State, they beat North Carolina. I don't think an eight-win season is that far-fetched. Can you address Bulldog JC's comment in the comment section real quick? Yeah, he says, I'm here and I sent my cash out payment to KO. Well, you wait. Yeah, so here's the thing. The Pick'em page will be up on the RobinKaleShow.com website. You go there. I'll, I'll post it by the end of the weekend so you guys can go and make your picks. You fill out the Google form. Here, it looks like this. We'll just add it back to the stream here. It'll look like that. You fill that out, and then you're good to go. I mean, it, it's simple enough, right? You submit it, and, and most of the time, it'll send you an email back mm-hmm. with your picks. It should, yeah. It should send you an email back and tell you exactly Sometimes what you're it doesn't. I, and I've, yeah. I've found that, that you really can't control when that does or not. But maybe Google will have their shit straightened out this year after yeah, a year of maybe some technology upgrades. Yeah. Anyway, there's that. Oh, well, let's, let's welcome in Robbie to the program. Robbie, what's up, buddy? Turn. You got to turn your – there you go. Unmute your mic there, Robbie. Your mic is on mute, Robbie. Well, while Robbie's getting his shit together, yes, Robbie, sir, what you, you hear got? me? Yeah, what you got, man? Hey, so my my theory is I watch you guys every week. You know, several times I I watch uh, Jackpot. You know, on the Uts truck and all that and everything else. But my whole thing is is I I mean I have a few questions, but 
the gun, but I think I think Carolina's going to actually be pretty good. You know, I think we're going to win nine games. You know, I mean, I, I, the Clemson game obviously flipped either way. You know, I mean, you can't you can't discredit what Clemson is. I mean, they could play in the SEC. You know, and I wouldn't discredit that at all. What we did last year, we could have easily lost that game. We easily could have won that game by two touchdowns, but we also could have lost it by two or three touchdowns. You can't rely on special teams. And I understand that is a difference maker, but you can't rely on that as a whole, you know, to go back and forth. But I don't think Carolina is that far away from being competitive with Clemson and possibly winning that game this year as well. Not that maybe they won't, but they could. And I want to know, you know, Rob and, you know, uh, Kale, I want to know both of y'all's thoughts on uh, DK Joyner. You know, I've went and seen a lot of his games when he was at Fort Dorchester. I mean, obviously he's playing running back and he's not a quarterback, but he might actually be – he's not going to be a Damian Harris, but he might actually be pretty good in the backfield. What's your all thoughts? Well, I mean, he's definitely physical, so I know he won't be, you know, I mean, he ain't going to be afraid to set the edge and and do that kind of stuff. I mean, we know he can catch passes out of the backfield. And there's other stuff you can do with him, too. Um, I, I mean, I think he'll be better than Jaheim Bell was running the football last year when we had to kind of do that. I mean, so, you know, um, who was it? Walt, the radio host up here in the upstate of South Carolina, said it, that, that that starting him at running back kind of smacked of desperation. You know, whatever. I well, mean, he's the best athlete on the field. That's desperate? Okay. Well, there, I mean, I don't know if I'd say he's the best athlete we have on the field. I mean. Well, he he's not. Well, no. 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 He was the best best choice for the job. Well, when when we look back, so imagine looking back. All right, so we beat back in the Muschamp, the horrible days. We beat Georgia, right? Which was a fluke because Jay Fromm threw what three, four interceptions. Obviously, that was a fluke. He had a good defense. I mean, well, I'll be honest, I mean, I, you know, to to that point, I mean, somebody forced him into those interceptions. So we had a pretty. Oh good no, 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 no! I understand. I mean. Muschamp did wonders for our defense. I mean, the future, we got to keep Beamer, keep it rolling, you know, in the secondary of what we produced, you know, because of what he did. But I'm just saying, DK Joyner, he produced a lot in that Georgia game to win that game. You know, I mean, it wasn't pretty, but he did it. Well, then you roll out and you go, okay, well, we played North Carolina in the Duke Mayo Bowl. He did the same thing. Right, like, yeah. Look, my my only thing with with Joiner is, is that he's been a quarterback for a long time now, and are they going to run him between the tackles? And is is his body going to hold up? Uh, not that he's out of shape or not an athlete or whatever, but when you go from not taking many hits to now you're going to have to run between the tackles and get hit, you know, because running back gets hit every play when they take the ball. I mean, that's just the way that it is, right? Is he going to be the guy that can do that? And I don't know because nobody knows. 
So right. I mean, none of us do. I mean, I understand he's a <clears throat> he's a transferred quarterback, wide receiver. I understand he's going to take way more hits than he would have in any of those positions. But my 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 thing is, so you take him as an athlete, and you take and you take Jordan or uh, and Shipley, right? You take Shipley and him as athletes as a whole. Who's the better athlete? I don't know. You know, like six and one half dozen of another. Who knows? You know, like, I'm, I'm just looking like athlete wise. You put them both. <laughs> I think South Carolina's got a better offensive line than Clemson. <laughs> you put them behind both. How? Wait a minute, there. I don't know about all that. Who's produced more? Jackson Carmen is about to be out of the NFL because he can't play right tackle, right? You Cincinnati, he, he can't even block third string, and Cincinnati drafted him, what, in the second yeah. round? Sir, well, respectfully, Clemson won, Clemson won a national now. title with guys Clemson, that aren't yeah, in the South NFL. South Carolina's so. offensive line is hot dog water um, <laughs> right now. Now, we're recruiting well. I don't know how that's going to translate over this year, but uh, we got some issues. Yeah, so, Simpson, I, I, for instance, so Simpson. Right which went to, I believe he went to Fort Dorchester. I'm not sure, but Simpson, he was there, big body guy, wonderful, right? Inside guy, you know, he didn't play outside, inside guy, wonderful. Mr. Inside, Mr. Outside. Yep. So here you got him, and then you got A.J. Camp. Well, obviously there's an age gap there, but, and I understand Spurrier was the days of A.J. Can, tail end of it, but. He's still rolling around in the league un, under the radar, you know, I, not that he's good. I'm not saying he's I great. He's not I don't a, think that I, – I, I, I don't think, like, Clemson's offensive line is something that you look at and be like, okay, there's a ton of pro prospects there. I mean, Simpson, Simpson started some games last year for the Raiders, but, you know, I mean, what was the guy that, that were in the started, league. like, his freshman year? I can't remember. Mitch Hyatt. Mitch Hyatt was like the best tackle at Clemson in the past, I don't know, 10 years. And he got cut like the first season. And I think he's selling insurance now. So, right. I mean, well, I mean, you're right, it. Rob. In a way, you're right. <laughs> I mean, as overall, league to league, I'm just trying to like Where calculate if you Thomas? put them in that league. Because obviously, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence and Deshaun, Deshaun Watson was, I mean, he was a beast and moved all over. But Trevor Lawrence, he would actually sit back there the majority of the time. And he had time, you know, so I'm not taking that away that he did because Carolina ain't had that, you know, I'm not taking that away. I'm just comparing like if you put them in the same situations in the same schedule, you know, and I understand I follow you guys all the time. So, yeah, you've said that. But what do you what do you do when you put those teams, you put that sophomore quarterback in the league of what Rattler is about to face? How, is is Clemson really a top ten team? You know, like nice. are they or are they like a Carolina? Are they outside looking in? You know, because I don't know that they are. Well, we'll find out as the season comes along. Um, I don't think that. Uh, I mean, we can go tit for tat with schedule here and there, but in the end. <laughs> I believe games are won in the trenches, but on the other hand, the offensive lines that Clemson started in their last two national titles wasn't exactly this this 
glowing beacon of hope that's in the NFL now. So, no, but look what they did against Alabama. What was that, 2016? I mean, that was some talent. Yeah, but Alabama I think a lot that. of that may have had to do more with the fact that they had T. Higgins. Um, they had Watson and all those guys. So there's that too. And then Lawrence too, with, you know, when you, I mean, you had Trevor Lawrence, who's um, made the Pro Bowl last year. Justin right. Ross is doing great stuff in the uh, in the NFL for the Chiefs in their training camp. I mean, they had tons and tons of guys that that could do things for them that could mask that offensive line. So, right. That. Todd Glenn over in the comment section says Taters still have much better talent than the Gamecocks. Uh, not so sure. I, about that. I don't. I that, I mean that's my overall like. I understand, you know, I don't want to be biased to the SEC, you know, like I don't like I want, you know, athletes throughout. I mean, back in the day, obviously the Pac-12 falling on their face. But look, look at USC back in the day, you know, like in 05. I mean, my my back in the day, like 05, they and even a couple years after that, they were really freaking good. I mean, they were knocking off Ohio yeah. State. What was that? 2009, 2010? Like, yeah. I mean, they, I remember when Reggie Bush in like 2005, every time that that dude touched the football, he could score. I mean, oh, he was dynamic. I mean, every time you you turned on the Pac 12 or Pac 10 after dark, whatever it's called at the time. I mean, I remember watching him play Fresno State, and I'm like, this guy was going to take his punt back for a touchdown. Well, look at the celebrities. Punt back for a touchdown. Look at the celebrities that would show up to USC compared to, I mean, Alabama, don't get me wrong. They've had a hell of a tradition, but Pete Carroll and those celebrities that came in to his games was unreal. Like, like, I mean, we don't see that anymore, you know, and it's just, it's just weird when you, when you watch it over, you know, the course of years, you know, and obviously, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Caleb Williams. I mean, I understand he's good. But put him in the SEC and see how good he is. Is he really somebody who's going to write fuck the other team on their fingernails? You know, Lincoln Riley can't play defense. You could put him in the ACC. He can't compete. You put him in the SEC. He can't compete. So it's just it's weird, you know. Like I don't think us as Carolina fans have, and maybe never will, have the best opportunity to get those chances that we had when we played Auburn in 2010, you know, and got blown out. But who's to say that we get that opportunity, you know? Like, I I don't know that we will. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, well it's good talking to yeah, you. Yes, sir. Yeah, appreciate you talking to Thanks. us, man. You have a great good talking evening. to y'all. Y'all have a good night. Uh, Thanks, Robbie. Uh, Dennis chimes in. Kale calls me daddy will be his name in the contest. Uh, yeah, okay. Georgia Reload says anyone remember yeah, well, there you go with that. Well, anyway. Championship. Uh, Billy Cole might um, if it was on TV. <laughs> uh, well, Billy, Billy Cole was probably an usher selling Cokes there in 1969. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Papa B says Clemson fans deep down know, know deep down that the Gamecocks are in a better conference. Why, why, you know what? When you complain about conferences, it just shows how weak you are with the program that you've got. 
There's three teams hey, in the SEC that are habitually great. Away. That's not nice. I'm not trashing them. I'm just saying there's basically three teams in the SEC that are really good. Georgia, Alabama, and LSU. The rest of you are a bunch of sevens at and best. Tennessee. Get out. Fuck off with all that. Tennessee. I'm talking about it from winning a championship, sir. They could okay. win a championship. All right, I'm not even going to entertain that. I mean, that's just the dumbest shit I've ever heard. When you talk about my conference is better than yours, when you look back at it, that just shows that you're just riding them, riding them coattails, man. It makes you look like a weak football fan. It also makes you look uneducated, too. Okay, well, I wasn't the Gamecocks riding coattails there. It was the Bulldogs doing that. That's exactly why I didn't, I didn't pull out anybody. I'm just saying, if your first thing out of your mouth is, but we play in the OCC, fuck off with all that. Fuck off with all that. Nobody buys well, that. If Clemson and Florida State go to the SEC, will the, the, the Clemson people have SEC lower back? No, look, I I will not. I, I you know, you I'm one of the ones. That, on your lower back tattoo from the lower back tattoo artist. I, when you bring up the whole conference thing, it just looks stupid. How about you just go and support your team? And the people that are like, oh, I have to go and watch Mizzou play uh, Army in the the who gives a fuck ball, and I have to cheer for Mizzou because they're I in the SEC. I pulled for Mizzou a couple years ago against Army. But you, you just like bowl. Mizzou. I'm talking yeah. about the people that are like they're pulling for Mizzou because they're in their conference. But in reality, when they play Mizzou, they're like, I hope they lose to us by 70. Nobody, nobody, none of the SEC apologists or whatever you call them pull from Mizzou. Not like I do. I, call I, have, I, have, I have Twitter screenshots, sir. I can go back and find them. Damn I it. Mizzou lost again. They're hurting our conference record. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just dumb. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <sighs> anyway. All right, Jackpot. It's been a good show. We'll be back at it on Sunday. We'll pick conference champions. Get in the contest, sir. That's the way to go. And we'll ma'am. Uh, yeah, we'll see you on Sunday. All right, guys. Have a good evening.